FBI Have You Been Born Again flyers, please. Everybody come on in. We're so excited. Pastor Rudy did a great job. Come on, come on, come on. Just about 30 seconds left here. You are sitting next to my mom. Did you meet her? Yeah. The most anointed woman I know. Amen. You guys got to hang out today. I hope you guys become friends. Oh, that's meant to be. That's so meant to be. Come on in. Counting down, guys. Grab a seat quickly. Let's grab out the flyers here. If you don't have them, this is going to be our training session. And then Rudy's going to come up and teach you how to meet people. And then uh, Pastor Berto and Griselda are going to get us ready to uh, get some instruction for the streets. Count it down. Four, three, two, one. Make some noise. This is our 12th annual Puerto Rican Festival Outreach. Give God a hand clap. Come on. Woo. 12 years we have been reaching out to the Boricua Fest, as they say in Espanol. Everybody say Boricua. Boricua. All right, say huepa. Amen. That's, uh, ha let's have fun. Like in Greek, they say opa. In, in uh, the Spanish for the Puerto Ricans, they say huepa. And what did the Mexicans say? We got to do something for Mexican. Orale! All right, we can't leave them out. No, no, we can't leave them out, right, Puerto Ricans, right, my Borincans? We can leave them out, right? We can leave them out. All right, they had their Cinco de Mayo. This is Puerto Rican Festival. And I'll tell you what, you guys are going to hear so many great testimonies today. So make sure you come back at the end of the outreach. Whatever you do today, do not leave after we go to the park. Come back and end just like this because I want us to share our testimonies. What I want you to do is grab out your flyers right now. What I'm going to do is show you how to spread the gospel with the flyer. I've been using this method for over 20 years now. It's very very simple. If you are experienced and want to try other methods, that is okay and acceptable. We just want to help you with the way that we know works. After I do my part, then Rudy's going to come back up. He's going to teach you how to meet people, shake their hands, interact with them, get them to talk with you and have their attention. And then Pastor Bert and Griselda are going to show you exactly where we'll be on the map, some of the stations that we'll have with the kids' uh, station, the food station. And by the way, we are always told that our arroz con candules, the rice and beans is the best, even better than what they sell there. Come on, give it up for our women who cook, and men, I guess, if they cook too. Thank you. Okay, so as you can see, the front of the flyer is obvious. It's an invitation to church, has our uh, times there. But on the back is how I like to preach the gospel. Have you been born again? When Rudy gets up here, he's going to tell you how to meet somebody, talk to them. After you get past the small talk, hey, how are you doing? You came out, come out with your family today. Uh, you guys enjoying the festival? Do you live around here? Have you, and if they have a Cubs shirt on, you've been keeping up with the Cubs. Anything small talk, that's fine. After that, this is the quickest way to get right into it. If you ask them, have you been saved, you may talk to somebody for a long time about some religious thing that they believe. This gets right to the heart. There is little to no confusion when you ask them, have you been born again? If you ask somebody, have you been born again? And they say, I don't know what that is. Have they been born again? 
No, so boom, there you go. Start teaching them what it means to be born again. If they say they have been born again, then ask them when. Say, when were you born again and how were you born again? And if they give you a legitimate Christian testimony, slap them high five, tell them that we love them, say we have free sermons, daily devotionals, check us out online and just send them on their way. We are not here to recruit Christians, nor are we out there to have like another Bible study. I mean, be nice, be polite, but we're not to be like, oh, you're a great Christian, you know, because you'll spend 20 minutes just talking to them. We need to move on and get to the loss at any cost. Can I hear an amen? So most people will respond to you going, I don't know what that is. That's when you go into this next thing is, can I teach you what it is? That's our message today. That's what was Jesus's message. It comes out of the book of John, and I would love to share it with you. And I give it to him, and I say, here it is. Would you read it for me? Start with the first scripture. Now, sometimes they'll want to read point number one, which is helpful if you're not with them, if they just take the flyer, okay? But we're not out there just to hand out flyers. We're here to have conversations. Everybody say conversations. Thank you. So you will know point number one, but I want them to read John 3.16. So I'll say, man, will you read this for me real quick? And sometimes if they're girls or just shy, they'll be like, no, man, I don't want to read it. And I'm like, come on, read it out loud, man. Okay. Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. And I say, what did Jesus say you had to be or to do to see the kingdom of God? What do you have to do? And they'll usually be like, what? Born again. And I'll say, if you're not born again, what do you see when you die? And they'll usually think about it, and they'll be like, uh, hell? And like, okay, good. So you got it. What do I have to do to see the kingdom of God? Be what? Born again. If I'm not born again, can I see the kingdom of God? No, so now you tell them, this is very serious. What we're talking about is heaven and hell. How you answer this and how you live according to this is heaven or hell. They may start to say things like, I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in that. Just say, let me go through this, and then we can talk about our questions at the end. I didn't come to debate. I have other times where I can discuss things with you, websites you can go to. But just right now, can I share this message with you? And that they let you keep going, then keep going. Then say, so it's important that you need to be born again to see the kingdom of God. If you're not, you go to hell. You can't see it. And they'll agree to that. Then you just simply ask them, now, have you been born again according to the Bible standard? Once again, if they didn't know what it meant to be born again and they're learning with you, they're now going to have to answer honestly, no, not according to the Bible. I don't even know what it is. So right now, God forbid, if something were to happen, you were to get hit by a bus, and that's happened here in Chicago, and a woman died, or you're in a car accident or a drive-by, if you were to die right now, would you see the kingdom of God or would you go to hell? What do they have to say? Hell, I haven't been born again according to this. They may say, well, I don't know if I believe that Bible. Listen, we're not even going to argue about the Bible right now. We're not here to argue. I can give you websites. I can have you talk to my pastor on another day. But right now, just take it at face value. This says, according to Jesus, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven if you're not born again. And you're not born again according to the Bible definition, right? Okay, so if you were to die, God forbid, where would you go? Hell. Do you want to go to hell? Now, they may say, I don't believe in hell. Hell, you know, whatever, to hell with hell. And you just say, once again, not arguing, just want to know if there was a legitimate place called hell, if a soul went there for eternity, if it was what this Bible describes it to be, would you want to be there? No, obviously not. 
So do you want to learn about how to be born again? Do you want to learn how to see the kingdom of God? And they'll say, yeah. And, and, and then you can say, you know what it means to be born again? And they'll probably say, I still haven't caught it yet. And say, here it is. You get a second chance at life. First life you got was from your mom and dad of the flesh. That's why you have a birthday. That's why you look like them. You have the DNA. Being born again is be born like your heavenly father of the spirit. God said flesh gives birth to flesh. Spirit gives birth to spirit. This is a spiritual rebirth. First happens in your heart. Then it happens in your body at the resurrection. That's why Jesus died so we could be born again in our heart. But he raised again from the dead so that our new heart could have a new body and be in the kingdom of God. Do you want to see it? Come on, you want to see the kingdom of God? Well, you see it first in your heart, and then it comes upon the earth at the judgment day. Amen? Well, here's how you get born again. Do you want to be born again? Well, read John 3.16 for me. Okay, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Okay, thank you for reading that for me. Do you want to perish or have eternal life? What do you want? You answer right now. What do you want, to perish or eternal life? Amen. You want eternal life. That means you got to be born again. If you notice the numbers before the thing you're reading, it says in one place, John 3, 3. In the other place, it's John 3, 16. That means it's in the same context. It's the same story. You can read it in your own Bible, San Juan. There it is, John chapter 3. So he's saying you got to be born again if you want to see the kingdom of God. And if you're not, you're going to go to hell. But here's how you can be born again, by believing in God's Son. And when you do, you won't perish. You'll have everlasting life. When does everlasting life start? Now. When are you born again? Now. And how do you do it? Does it say that you do it by good works? So am I better than you because I'm born again? Did I pray more than you? Did I do church more than you? And they'll say, I don't know. And I'll be like, no, I didn't. Then I'll tell them my testimony. Insert your testimony and say, I was a high school dropout, arrested eight times before I was 18 years old, tore up from the floor up, needing to check up from the neck up. I am no different than you, maybe even worse in some ways. But here's why I get to see heaven when I die and you don't, because I believe in Jesus. I believed in him, put my faith in him. Do you want to do that? Now right here they may say, well, I've already done that. And this is where you bring them to the third point and say, you have to be born of God when you believe. It's not just a mental ascent. It's a true heart trust. And read 1 John 3, 9. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they've been born of God. If you believed and you weren't born again, you didn't do it right. You need to be born again. What is the evidence that you've been born again? You don't continue in sin. You cannot continue in sin. If you sin as a Christian, you stop and repent. Are you okay with living in continual sin? Do you still sleep with your boyfriend or girlfriend? Do you still look at pornography? Do you make excuses for the desires you have? That is not what the Bible says. The fruit of being born again is that now you desire what he desires. And if you sin as a Christian, you can be forgiven because you don't want to keep sinning. That is how I share the simple message. Be born again. 
Have you been born again? I don't know. Okay, let me teach you about it. Here's how you can look at it. If you're not born again, can you see the kingdom of God? No. If you don't see the kingdom of God, where do you go? Hell. Okay, you want to learn about a second life, a second chance, be born in your spirit? Okay, read John 3, 16. How do you get it? By works? No, by faith. The faith in the Son of God and what he did for you on the cross. You won't perish. You have eternal life starts right now. And what is the evidence that you have been saved is that your heart's been changed. You don't do the things you used to and God lives on the inside of you. It's a new life. You're born of God. Y'all ready to do this? Now let's listen to Rudy as he comes up. Let's give it up for Rudy. He's going to teach you how to meet and hang out with people. Yes, let's hang out with people today. Okay, so um, on your handout you have a evangelism strategy section. We're basically going to go over that, okay? So you want to come up with a good opener. How do you meet people? Um, You find your groove. Find out what's comfortable for you to get someone's attention. Uh, I need a volunteer real quick. Anybody. Thank you, Juan. I just want you to walk from Shamal to me. This is what not to do when you're trying to get someone's attention. Hey, man, can I talk to you about Jesus real quick, man, real quick? All right. Not to do. All right. So I'm going to use one of these points. Come this way. Start from over there. Hey, man, can I ask you a question real quick? Oh, you're on the phone. Can I ask you a question real quick? Hey, man, have you, have you been born again? You know what born again means? All right, I'm going to pray for you. Jesus. That's how you get someone with attention. Thank you, Juan. Everybody give it up for Juan. Thank you. So if you're not, like, in their face, like, hey, can I talk to you? They're probably not going to stop. You're like, eh. You got to be like, hey, act like you want to talk to them, okay? So find your group. Find an opener. Hey, can I ask you a question? Hey, got a moment to talk about Jesus? That's pretty plain, right? Or you want some free food? Try to bribe them. Hey, we got a children's tent. Your children want. Hey, by the way, have you been born again? So find your groove as an opener, okay? Uh, One thing we want to talk about uh, next part is praying while witnessing. It's a great opportunity. Once you have someone that you guys have witnessed to and and you guys are praying for them, a couple of cool points. Um, While your partner is praying, you can actually, preaching, you could actually pray while they're preaching, okay, while they're witnessing. Pray to the Lord. Ask, Lord, what do you want me to say? Lord, have your way. It's a good time to spend time with the Lord. See if the Lord has any words of wisdom or words of knowledge, basically something about their life. The Spirit can move at that moment, okay. Uh, You could start interceding for that person while your partner is witnessing. Start interceding for them. Start praying the Lord's blessing over their life. Um, Now, if, if your team ends up praying for an individual, Please at least have one person at least keep your eyes open, okay? It's Humble Park, and yes, we're safe out there. We want to be wise with how we're doing stuff. We don't want everybody's eyes to be closed and something happens, okay? Uh, we want your eyes to be open. Yes, the Lord can hear you if your eyes are open, okay? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, numbers, letter C. Letter C, please be safe while you're witnessing, okay? Um, stay close to your partner. Don't let your partner wander off. Okay, this is so important, especially with zealous ladies that want to be like, okay, they're witnessing. I'm going to go over here to talk to someone else. Please, there's thousands of people at the park. Please stay with your teammates, okay? You do things as a team because how could someone pray while you're witnessing if they're not with you, okay? Please be safe. Protect your teammates. If you're teamed up with a girl, please make sure that they're safe with you, okay? Um, letter D, always give an opportunity uh, to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, for, for someone to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior, always. 
Um, here's what I say. Um, if, the individual, if the individual knows how to pray, just have them call on the name of Jesus right there. Or you could lead them in a sinner's prayer. Help them. Have them repeat after you. Nothing wrong with it. If they don't know how to pray, one, it'll teach them how to pray, right? And if they believe in their heart and declare the name of Jesus as their Lord, then they can be saved, as we learned, right? Amen. Always give an opportunity for someone to receive Jesus. Um, it's a good idea to get contact information. It's a good idea. So Facebook, phone number, uh, or their name, follow up with them to make sure that they're, they're living for Jesus. After you witness to them, after they give their life to Jesus and plug them into the church, make sure they have a church card. Make sure that they know where the church is. Point them to everything on the church card, the address, the phone number, or, or anything that's on a church card. And get their contact. It's a good idea. It's a good idea to follow up. Um, last point. Uh, while you're witnessing... Um, tag, play tag team with your partner, okay? Learn how to communicate. Some methods are tapping at the elbow. Uh, if they're witnessing, just make eye contact, with the, eye contact with them. Be like, you know, just say you want to say something. Like, uh, eye contact or wait for a break, you know? Wait for, the, wait for a break when they stop talking. Um, use the life books. We're taking our life books, right? Amen? We're taking our life books. Okay. The life book is the book of John. For those who haven't seen our life books, they're little white books. Okay, you're going to get them out there. And they're basically the book of John from the Bible with cool little notes inside. And it explains who Jesus is, what Jesus did for you, and what Jesus has for you. It's, easy, it's an easy way for the unbeliever to learn about Jesus Christ. Uh, utilize uh, our free food and children's tent. Please invite anybody and everybody to get some free food because our rice, is, I heard, is better than the park's rice. People have been to park. So please tell them that, like, hey, we got the bomb rice. We got the best rice. Come on. And make sure if they have children, you mention a children's tent for fun stuff for the kiddos, face painting, and all that fun stuff. Um, and last but not least, if you're new to evangelism, um, watch your partners because we're going to team you up with someone that knows how to preach and knows what they're doing. So watch your partner. Imitate them. Learn how to preach. We, you've received so much instruction. Use the back of the card and uh, watch your partner. Amen. All right. Now that I give it up to Pastor Griselda. Can we give her a hand as she comes up? <laughs> Peep her hat. That head is awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. You excited for today? All right. Actually, uh, my husband, Berto, is going to give you some uh, about three rules that we want you to keep. I know that Rudy mentioned them, but we want to reiterate them because they are very important. All right, guys. So simple rules here. Rule number one, smile. All right? That's real easy. That's the best way you can attract people to come to you, okay? So as, we, as you're with your team, you want to smile. Two, you want to stay with your team, okay? That means that you don't steer away from your team. That means that you keep your ground, okay? Rudy already said that. I already had it here. Three, be wise. Four, stay engaged in conversations. You want to stay engaged, all right? Four, um, oops, sorry here. Uh, five, uh, team leaders, you guys are responsible to help your members, the guys in your team, to be engaged in conversation. So all team leaders, raise your hands. All right? So you guys have to make sure that your people are staying engaged and preaching the gospel. All right? So if your team, um, if your people are just like kind of quiet throughout after an hour or two, dude, you guys got to stir them up a little bit. All right? Um, encourage one another to preach. And if you need prayer, if you feel like intimidated or shy, you know, just kind of, you know, let your team leader know. Be like, hey, man, you know what? I'm kind of a little, I'm a little timid right now. Can you pray for me for some courage? And do so. Sounds good? Um, 
Very important also, obey your team leader. All right? Don't think like, man, you know what, man, I was engaged here, man. Hey, but listen, it was time for powwow. And you were still conversating over there with somebody else. Make sure you're obeying your team leader. Please, we don't want, we want to stay united. No division. Okay? If your team leader says it's time for powwow, or it's time to go eat, it's time to go to the washroom, you guys going as a team together. All right? Let's respect each other out there. And that's pretty much all I got, guys. Can we remember that? Please, especially team leaders, let's remember that. Sounds good? I'm going to give it up for Griselle now. All right. So if you have asked for a ride, please raise your hand. Okay? If you forgot, okay, now put your hands down. If you forgot to ask for a ride, raise your hand. We got, no, we got you guys. Okay, we got it. Okay, so everybody is going in the church vans. We have a 15-passenger and we have a 12-passenger van, and we're going to use them today. So Andrew, I'm sorry, it's Curtis. Curtis, raise your hand. Curtis is driving one vehicle. Tony is driving the second vehicle. Okay, so look at those guys. The only people not going in those vehicles are the Juarez sisters. Raise your hand. There they are. You guys are going with Cynthia Cruz. Okay, and then the next people going in Jerry Vivitt's car. Jerry, are you here? There you are. It's, well, Desiree, Kayla, Jackie, Iris, and Evelyn. You guys got that? Okay. All right. Rides are taken care of. So now what I'm going to ask you to do, I'm going to ask for us to go to the team leader slide. I want all of my team leaders to please stand up, and I want you to find a place here in the sanctuary. So that is... Carol, I need you up here. Carmen, I need you to step in, please, for Susie. Christina, Rudy, Tony, Tony and Jerry, Andrew, Adam, Steve, and Tony. Well, Steve, yeah, Steve, and then Tony. Then I need Salvador, Ishmael, Joselito, Christian, Rosa, Ulysses, Kirsten, Monica, and Jose. All right, find a place. Please spread out. I need you guys to spread out around the sanctuary because our, your team members are going to come to you, okay? And then what we're going to do is we are going to take one minute. I want team leaders to take one minute to pray with over your team. We're not going to have a, a five-minute prayer. You're going to take one minute to pray with your team. And then we're going to dismiss. We're going to have a few minutes, about 15 minutes maybe to eat. And use the bathroom. So if you got to use the bathroom, we have one bathroom. You got to go now. You got to go while you eat. Do something, okay? So thank you. But just uh, give me one second, okay? Especially, um, I don't know his name. Our new, new friend right there. Jose, I want you to know where you're at, okay? So you guys see this up right up here at the front? So first I'm going to go off with the street teams, the evangelism teams right here with Salvador. Salvador, raise your hand. Okay, we got Adam Anthony, Jackie. Monica Juarez, Will, and Diane, please go and stand next to Salvador. Then we have Ishmael's team. Ishmael, raise your hand. Shamal, Sadia, and Oscar. Joselito's team. Come on, Joselito, where you at? Raise your hand. Bertha, Stephanie, Jesenia, and Ricky Rivera. Christian's team. Christian, raise your hand. Where's Christian? Christian is not here. Okay. 
I'm going to ask for Diana or Juan Garcia to please, they're right there. Juan Garcia, take Christian's spot. So Juan Garcia's team is Diana, Jose Rodriguez, and Jose Maestre. Rosa's team, right over here to my left, we have Anthony, Anna Rodriguez, Edwin, Alex, and Maria. Next, we have Ulysses. Ulysses, please raise your hand. We got Paul, Nahum, Uriel, Virginia, and TJ. Kirsten's team. Kirsten, please raise your hand. Right over here to my left again. Umberto, Billy, Joshua A., and Jennifer. Next team is Monica. Monica, right over here to my right. We have Daniela, Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel twice, I'm sorry, and Audrey. Okay, so Audrey, there you go. We're going to be adding to your teams as we're out there as well. Maria, I, you can actually join over here with, uh, with Monica. Monica, please raise your hand. Maria Slattery, yes. Then we have Jose. Jose's team is Hunter, Liam, and Frederick. Okay, everybody else that's left, you are part of one of these teams at the top, so please find your leader, the drama team, the food tent, kids tent, media tent, and so on. So we have Adam right over there to my left. He is the worship team. Christina Nieves to my left. Children's tent. Okay, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to take the next minute to please pray over your team. Pray over your team. And then we're going to go into eat. We're going to take 15 minutes to eat and use the bathroom, and we're going to head out. We're going to pray for the food. Please pray and bless the food. Father God, we thank you for the food. We ask that you bless it in Jesus' name.